going on, everyone? Welcome back to another weekly chat with Heaven to the Yeah. You know that we are grateful, we are happy, we're excited that you're here, and we are all about uh, sharing who God is, um, the love, the freedom, the grace that that is freely accessible to, to each and every one of you, um, to encourage you in your faith walk, uh, and and just just share stories, testimonies of, of the role God has played in, in all of our lives. A little bit about Heaven to the Yeah. It's a nonprofit 5013C organization that exists with the purpose of providing resources for athletes in underrepresented uh, sports, empowering equity, advancement, cultivating global networks, and unlocking transformative inclusion with excellence. Heaven to the Yeah is also the official sponsor of Let Women Decathlon Movement with a big push to get entered into this upcoming Olympic Games, Paris 2024. So please visit heaventothea.org for more information about the ambassadors, the work that we're doing locally, globally, um, and, and again, just for that message of love. Well, this week, it's a special week for me because personally, this is someone that I've looked up to my entire career. Now I have the opportunity to chop it up with them on a weekly basis, uh, still following what he's doing in his personal life, but also how he's pouring into the next generation. Um, Mr. Lee Van Sands, four-time Olympian, bronze medalist uh, from, from Worlds, Commonwealth, I mean, destroyed the NatCat level, representing the country, um, you know, the Bahamas, Bahamian, um, you know, representing the Bahamas uh, globally, um, and, and really just continuing to, to carry the torch, con uh, con continuing to just I mean, really shed a light on our event, the triple jump, um, and and just for someone like me to be an example of what a true competitor is. I mean, really the heart of a lion, someone who's, for me, the definition of resilient. Um, and I'm just very excited to just, just talk to him about, I, I spoke about how he's pouring into to young kids. He's now, you know, head jumps coach at, at FSU. And, and you know, I, I just have utmost respect for this man. And so, Without further ado, Lee Van, thank you for being here. Um, no problem. Know, yeah, we're just yeah, excited no, to hear hey, your story. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here. You know, um, like you say, I've, I've had one of the longest uh, jumps career of, of maybe of all time, you know, especially as a triple jumper. We all know how hard triple jumping could be, you know, on the body is taxing, you know. Um, and, you know, you know, it's, it, I think it's, it's, it's all about, you know, my faithfulness and just like, you know, believing in myself and trusting God to to get me to where I'm at. And it's like, I've had so much ups and downs in my career. And I've had so many people like giving up on me to my career and the devastation and the injuries. Uh, you, you've witnessed one of the major injuries. And uh, during that time, I think, you know, so many people gave up on me and they doubted the, the comeback. You know what I'm saying? Like, but... If it wasn't for my family, you know, um, you know, my support, the, the strong support of my family, I don't think it would have been possible. You know, um, I even doubted at some point, as strong as I was, I kind of doubted it, you know, because everybody was falling, you know, like just falling off. Everybody was falling off. My, you know, um, my coach for many years just felt like, you know, I just felt like he... He, him too. I, I felt like he didn't really believe it was possible for me to come back after witnessing such a severe injury. But I've had hope, you know what I'm saying? I've had, I've had hope and I've, I've had dreams. 
of becoming an Olympic gold medalist. And so, you know, um, you know, like I say, you know, my father, um, you know, he's God rest his soul, you know, he passed away a couple of years ago. Um, I think that was the reason what really stopped me from pursuing that dream because at that point, you know, I felt like he was my backbone, you know. He supported me pretty much since I was five years old when um he was a police officer. And, you know, he he even told police the other police his, his co-workers that one day I was going to be an Olympian. And I used to look at him like, Daddy, why are you telling them this? You know? <laughs> like, well, I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> I said, you know, I don't understand why you keep telling people I'm like, gonna be an Olympian and this and that. But he had so much faith in me that I didn't even I I didn't have it myself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like he 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 visualized that, you know, my whole career pretty much from I was five. Wow. And he spoke, he spoke over it from I was that, that age as well. You know, he he saw greatness in me, you know what I mean? And uh he just would never let me back down or fail. You know, my daddy was one of the greatest person ever on ever lived this earth. You know what I'm saying? Like he he would give me incentives. I don't know how your daddy did it, but this is this is how I made it, how I became great. You know what I mean? Like he he gave me incentives like three hundred dollars to win. <laughs> you know, three hundred dollars at fifteen and sixteen years old is right. a lot of money. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I so I used to say, Daddy, you sure you want to bet three hundred dollars on me? <laughs> I say, All right then. I say, All right then, bet then. You know. So that's how I think. I think his, his, the way he did, the way he gave his incentives and encouraged me, that encouraged me so much to just push myself, push myself beyond the limit. So, so you know I, mean? I mean, take us back. I, I mean, because you you unraveled a lot, you know, and and how did you get into athletics, right? So, for, being from the Bahamas, obviously there is a strong history of, of sprinting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 guys have had some greats uh, through, throughout the history, but I mean, not really so much for the jump. So, you you said your mm-hmm. dad planted the seed. He was he was already prophesying, put that out there even before yeah, you recognized so, it. But, but why well, athletics? Well. I was more a basketball player and right. Yeah. So back to sprinting. I was a sprinter. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I was one of the best sprinters in elementary school in the Bahamas. So I started off, you know, running the 100, 200, 400. So I was, and then that became more into a two, four guy, you know what I'm saying? But when I, I actually got a scholarship to, to another, to high school in the Bahamas. So when I got to seventh grade, um, you know, they got like different, levels like bantam intermediate level so it's like these different categories you you go in just like you know junior and senior yeah so i i skipped when i went to seventh grade because of my age and i was you know i was going to be a certain age that year i skipped the the bantam level and went straight to the intermediate level and at that point you know i wasn't the best sprinter anymore you know even though i was on a full scholarship and so there were there were kids that who who were beating me who wasn't on the scholarship, and they uh, their parents went to the principal and they 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 made complaints about how how um you know they better than me and their kids deserve to be on scholarship and all of this and that right. So I never I'll never forget this day. So the PE teacher, uh, she came to me, who was also the club coach for the school. She came to me in the eighth grade, and she this was the beginning of the eighth grade, and she told me, she said, you're not going to be able to, um, you're going to take your scholarship away because, you know, you're not performing up to par or whatever. So I said, 
what? You know, I went to the car. I never get. I cried as soon as I opened the car door. I didn't cry in front of. Her, but when I opened the car door and my, my mom picked me up, opened the car door. As, as soon as I sat in the car, I just bust. I just bust out crying. And she was like trying to figure out what was wrong. I said, I said, Miss Alini, uh, she's she gonna take my scholarship. She said she's gonna take my scholarship away from me. And I know my parents couldn't really afford me being in the private school, you know, at that point. And and it was at that point, you know, I was I was in a track club prior to that. But at this point I was getting older and I was I was getting into the track club was more like, you know, you know, kids club where you do multiple events. And at that point, I was I was leaning more to getting more into a, sp a specific event, and I was trying to you know lock in being a four hundred meter runner, you know, and 200, 400 meter runner. And uh, so I never forget at the time, my parents were all over uh, all over Nassau just looking for a coach to train me, and they talked to a few coaches, and kept get turned it got turned down, turned down. You know, um, wow. they they didn't see they didn't see based on what I've run, mm. they didn't see the potential in me being a, a runner, a sprinter at that time. But then, um, my, you know, my Auburn coach, who was also a coach in the Bahamas too at the time, I mean, my dad asked him for a favor and and he decided to take me on as, you know, at that time. So when he first saw me, you know, I was a 400 meter runner. So he first saw me, I was tall and lanky. He said, he said, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see if he could triple jump, or, you know, a long jump or whatever. And you know, the very first time I triple jump with no training or nothing like that, I went 44 feet in the eighth grade. Wow. Yeah, 44 feet. Wow. And that that was the start of it in the eighth grade. And then I started training for it. Um, I made my first Carifta team when I was 15. This was in the 10th grade now. Um, made my first Carifta team and I got the gold medal in the triple jump. Wow. Wow. So that was the start of it. And then, you know, I became a, a long and triple jumper after that. And I went to Carifta. I won both long and triple. Uh, my first my first year in the 20, I went, I got two bronze, long and triple. And then the following year, I got double gold. And then my last year, I got double gold again in the, in the long and triple jump at Carifta. And so, and then I started getting these high schools offering me scholarships in the States. So that's how I ended up into the Florida Academy in Melbourne, Florida. Mm. So I did two years there and then went on to JUCO, the Barton County, and then Auburn University. Yeah, you know, I, I still hold the JUCO record, 1750. Wow. All so right. as a sophomore, you know, as a sophomore in college, I was ranked number three in the world. I was number three in the world and um, I actually went on the circuit my sophomore year in college. And that's when I was jumping with Jonathan Edwards and, you know, all those right. top guys yeah, in the world. And um, and I actually went to world champs the following year and got a bronze medal at 21 years old. <laughs> that's mad. Yeah, and, and, and all this going on, I mean, what are the conversations like with your dad now, right? Because this he already saw this happening, right? So was it like you were like, okay, Pops, like now I understand what you were saying or are you still in denial? <laughs> Yeah, at that point, well, at that point when at the Carifta Games, when he made made that first bet, he said, "If I win the gold, I gonna get three hundred dollars." That's when I realized, like, I said, "I said, boy, Daddy, you a prophet." Okay. And that's when I realized okay. that what he was saying. <laughs> mm. That's when I started to believe. That's when I started, okay. really started to believe, like what he was saying. 
you know, I, I, you know, and from that point on, I never missed practice Christmas day. We, they want to open present. I said, daddy, no, I got to go to the track. Wow. So Christmas morning, I go on the track to practice and come back and open the gifts. And, and I was like that ever since I was 15. From I was and 15 basketball is gone. Well, I, I was played both. I did both okay. in high school. Okay. So I was a basketball player and I ran track. So I trained for both. So I did okay. two a day practice. So I practiced with track in the morning uh, at five o'clock in the morning. We practice and then you get home about 630, get ready for school. And then we had basketball practice in the evening. That's how I did it. Dedication. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we got through this now. I mean, you, you, you obviously family centered, um, you know, that, that seems to be, you know, a rock for you, something you, you stand in heavily on. Tell us about your faith journey, right? Like, how did you get to know Christ? How, you know, what role have you played throughout your career? And as I talked about, like, you are Mr. Resilient. So you've already talked about mm -hmm. some of the challenges you've had, but it seems that nothing, nothing has been strong enough to knock you down, knock you out. Never. Right. So because... let me tell you, you can get knocked down, but you're not going to get knocked out. So just, just, you know, take us through that. Yeah, that 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 start definitely start with having a strong faith and believing in believing and and what God wants for me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so I went to. It all started from a Christian school. I went to a Christian school in the Bahamas. So the high school I was telling you, I went to, it was a Christian school. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we all know, you know, we all have trials and tribulations, and I think that Christian school, Temple Christian, started the the foundation. It gave me that foundation of believing in Christ, you know what I'm saying? And just having a strong belief in, in whatever I'm doing. And I can't fail because when I say have him, you know, I can't fail. It doesn't matter what nobody says. Mm -hmm. And I've always been to that, you know what I mean? So it doesn't matter what you say or what you think. You you know what I'm saying? I gonna pray and 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 you know what I'm saying and watch watch what happened. You know what my daddy told me at the Olympics in 2008 before I won the bronze medal? You know what he told me? So I wasn't the favorite that year to win the medal. I think you might have known. You might, I don't know if he was watching it back then, but I was not the favorite. They didn't call my name. And I was so upset. You know, I was, I was, I was, I was furious because, you know, I just came off of winning a bronze medal the following year. And so um, my daddy, he was all the way, he's in Beijing. He all the way up in the stands now. Mm. You know, I, I, you know, we doing approaches you know, running some approaches and I don't know how he could have tell. He could he could have tell something was wrong. Like I was something was bothering me. But I was so I was upset by the fact that they called all these guys names, but they didn't even mention me. And I can't I, I supposed to be coming in as one of the favorite. I just won a bronze last. You know what I mean? And and you know what I mean? Coming as one of the favorite. They didn't call my name. My daddy come and walking down the stairs. He said De Nero. He called me by my middle name. He said De Nero. And I saw him come walking, all those people in the stands. I saw him walking down the, the huge stadium. Right. And he called me, he called me over to the to the stands and he said, he said, listen to me. He said, I know, I know you upset. I said, but guess what? He said, today we're gonna show these people who God is. That's what he said. Wow. So so he said, he said, today you wanna rise up out of the ashes like a phoenix. I'll never forget. And that's where I got that's where I got these wings from. Is is uh the wings and my logo from my my jump at the Olympics. That's my logo from the Phoenix. So he he that's what he said. He said the day we're gonna prove to them who God is. And I look at him and I said, That's all I needed. 
that's all I needed. And you know, I took my first jump. It wasn't as big as uh, it wasn't that big. It was like sixty and ninety. And then the second jump was like I think I remember it was like seventeen. No, it was sixteen ninety. Second jump, I draw, I drag, I kind of drag my hand in the pit, and that was like sixteen forty something, right? Oof. And that's and and that was when Jordan Edwards made. I don't know if you watched the video I posted, but Jordan Edwards and he spoke to Jermaine Romaine, right? And he said, "Watch out for this guy. He's in good shape." And Jordan Edwards said, "I don't know." It was that was the jump when I got the bronze medal. That was, that was the third jump. Mm. And so the third jump was seventeen fifty nine. So wow. you know what I'm saying. So right. my daddy really gave me that confidence. You know what I'm saying. He he gave me that confidence, and nobody could take it away from me. And you've seen it. Yeah, you absolutely. You you know the confidence that I have. It doesn't matter if I come. It doesn't matter who who is there. On any given day, I don't care. You know what I'm saying. Right. I run through anybody. It doesn't matter who who show up. Once. Once my daddy gave me that confidence, and I see that he believed in me, and he, you know, what I'm saying he always, he always, he was a strong believer in God too. So it's like, he listen, you just pray and ask God for what you want, and it's it's going to come to fruition. Wow, simple, simple like that. And so that's a ritual that I even have now with my athletes. So before we compete, we always get together. We we had a lot. People don't understand how how much prayer works. You understand. So, and I did that, I was doing this from, I was in Northern Colorado. I asked everybody, I say, before, before I started coaching them, I say, does anybody have a problem with prayer? And nobody had a problem with it. So I said, this is what we're going to do before we compete. And this is going to be, this is going to be our, our, you know what I'm saying? I think, our ritual mm -hmm. thing. You know right. What I'm saying? And I Setting the culture. Yeah. And so I carried on to, to FSU. And that's what we do every time before we perform. And you can see the blessing. Mm. And and that would have been my, my next thing, right? So so as as I spoke about in your introduction, I mean, you've been a role model for me, right? Um, on and off the track. And and you know, now you are really in a leadership position. It's no longer like what you what you're doing on the runway, but you actually get to pour your experience. You get to mm -hmm. you get to shed light on and and speak about right? These things that some people mm -hmm. would never experience, but some people like you might open up a, a veil that they didn't even know was possible, right? So in your mm -hmm. position, you know, what is that like navigating as a believer, right? Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that are saying, no, you know, keep, keep church and state separate, keep, you know, like. Oh, no, no, no. What, what is that go, like? all, it all go hand in hand together. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you got to be strong in your belief, you know what I'm saying? And you got to, you got to be strong, strong with this. You know, you know what I mean? I, I tell my audience, say, look, if you're all going to play the music, I don't mind them playing rap or whatever, you know what I mean? But I prefer it to be clean music. So, mm. you know what I mean? Clean, make sure it's clean because you never know who's walking by if you got kids, you know, coming, you know, right. on, on, be on respectful. campus. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I try to I say, look, I know y'all are young, y'all want to have fun and all that stuff. But I'm telling you, you keep it clean. I mean, you could get a lot of you get better endorsements. You know what I'm saying? You keep it clean and respectful and don't be all cussing out loud and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I don't force nothing on them, but I try to show them how to do things the right way. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the type of environment I, you know, like I portray, you know what I mean? Like a, a, a positive, clean environment 
you know what I'm saying? We're going to have fun, but we're going to work hard at the same time. You know what I mean? So that's the environment that I that I portray. So, that's great. Because yeah, yeah. you never know who's watching, right? You never Somebody know. could be looking up to, to one of them saying, yo, one day I want to be an FSU, a jumper, right? And and yeah. what does it take to be in that group? Right. You know, but it's nothing wrong with being positive. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to follow the crowd. I, I was never... I was never brought up to follow the crowd. That's why when people see me as a coach, the way I dress, the way I carry myself, it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are not going to like it. Some people don't like the way, what I, how I post. But guess what? I'm all, I was born confident. You know what I mean? So I can walk with confidence and, and I can co- I'm going to coach with confidence as well. You know what I mean? If you don't like it, then don't follow my post. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's it. That's the bottom line. Like, you know, I'm confident within myself, uh, you know, and I'm confident within my athletes. And and nothing can stop me from being confident. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing, no one in this world, no one in this world, and no one can stop me from dressing the way I dress. Because this is me. I gonna be me. I can coach the way I want to coach. And it, you know, it's working. So why change it? Right. Very last thing I got for you is is, you know, we always like to to show some love to some new believers, some people that, you know, maybe be questioning on the, sitting on the fence, but, but don't know the next steps of, of, you know, knowing Christ and what this faith journey may have, maybe have dealt with some difficulties, you know, what's some words of encouragement that you would like to pass on uh, to them to just kind of help them, you know, get that push and, and take that next step. Yeah. I, w- I would say, you know, just, just, you know, hang around positive people, you know, like when you figure out the positive people, the people who is feeding you positivity, I would say those are the people that you have to keep around you and all the negative people, you just got to let them go. I don't care if they're friends or family. You know, I, I had to let family go mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, if you, everybody knows that some families, some family members could bring you down and they don't have, they don't believe in the same thing. And then some friends, you know, they, they'll be down as too. Like they don't, if they don't believe, they don't believe in your dream. You have to believe in your own dream. Bottom line. You know, people are not going to believe in what you believe. That's the bottom line. So I would, I would, you know, keep a, a small circle. You know, everybody wants to have big circles of friends and stuff like that, but it don't ever work out well that way. You know what I'm saying? We keep a small circle of positive people, people who are going to feed you with, with positivity, you know, and, 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 you know, trying to do the right things, trying to speak, you know, the right, you know, speak right, you know what right. I mean? And, and people who are not followers, you know, and like you say, people who believe, believers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, we're told to, to guard eyes and ears, right? And so if that's what you're surrounding yourself with, that's also going to, you know, what's going to be on your heart, right? And and so I, I think it's great mm-hmm. that, that you're saying, you know, keep it small, keep it tight, keep, small, you know, make, make sure that the people are, are fanning your flame the same way you're fanning theirs and you guys can grow mm-hmm. together. And some people are meant to be in your life. For a season, yeah, for a season. Right? and and some people are for a lifetime. Me, very few for a lifetime, but you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, capitalize on every season of life. But but just be mindful of the people around you because they can be influencing, you know, the, mm-hmm. your direction. You know, yeah. without you even knowing. Just just pulling you down every right. time, you know, and you know um, the negative that negative vibe is will 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 not you will not perform well with that negativity. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's in any field, you know, um, drop them. I would drop, I would drop them like flies and don't even look back. 
<laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? I, like my daddy say, my daddy say, look, you, you don't need no friends, you know. He always right. told me that you don't need no friends, you know. You know, some friends, I mean, gonna pull you down, and then you have one or two people who wanna uplift you and encourage you and 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 be inspired by everything you're doing, you know. Um, but I, I would say, you know, just keep shining a light and, and trying to be an inspiration to to the upcoming people, you know, around you, you know, upcoming athletes or whatever. Perfect. You know, I believe in like, even when yeah. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You good. You good. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. it's it's been a pleasure. You know, I appreciate you, you um, you know, just taking the time to speak with us, share your story. You know, share the influence, you know, how great an influence, you know, your, your father was in your life and and you just not taking no for an answer. You not letting anything hold you back. Mm-hmm. Be sure to visit, you know, his page, visit uh, his group's page, support uh, what he's doing, um, you know, and, and Tallahassee and beyond. Uh, but but, you know, we're going to be praying for you and, and wishing you the best through the season and, and moving forward. Appreciate you. Hey, thanks for having me on. Been a pleasure. Absolutely. Heaven to the F family. Uh, We're going to see you next week. Hope this spoke to you and hope this was words of encouragement, maybe even a golden nugget to to just say, hey, maybe I need to to thin out, look at my circle and and make sure it's the right people around me that are going to help me succeed, move forward in my faith walk and in my business life, in my personal life, whatever that may be. Um, Yeah. God bless you guys and, and see you next week. All right. Bless.